from the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach. You are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. I don't know how this beer snake conversation is completely, completely blown up the way it has, but I'm having people tweet me right now that I'm lame and boring, and that's I don't understand beer snakes. We don't understand you. Yeah, as 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 you guys are teaching me, you guys said I had a lot to learn. I, I think we can teach you that beer snakes are cool. That may be something you All need right. to learn. Find some way to convince me, tangibly convince me that beer snakes are cool, and then maybe I'll come around. We can totally get an office beer snake going. Say less. <laughs> Say less. Ken LeVick alive here on ESPN 106.3. Joining us now is the man who fixes you up, the man who makes sure that your joints are in good shape, makes sure that your ankles are in good shape, makes sure that you're healthy and pain-free. He is Dr. James Ross, Baptist Health Orthopedic Care, and he joins us every week here on ESPN 106.3 to focus on a specific injury. Dr. Ross, before we talk about Byron Jones, he's on the pup list, he's got the Achilles issue, still re having that uh what are your thoughts on beer snakes and do you find them fun um i'm gonna sound like an idiot here i have no idea even what that is here this is see, it's, <laughs> no it's perfect because what it is is you're at a stadium you're drinking beers and then the fans just start putting the cups together and they start making as long a connection of cups as they can until security comes and shuts it down and everybody has a great time, apparently. That's what I'm told. That seems heinously boring to me. What are your initial thoughts now hearing what a beer snake is? Uh, seems like an interesting thing to see, but probably to be in the middle of the mix, you've got to be polishing off uh, quite a few of those cups that are involved in the beer snake. And see, I think you're right about that, and that's why I think that my co-hosts, Jeanette and Stone, uh, they're just, this is the degenerate coming out in them. Like, for me, I'd rather be a little more civilized and just enjoy what I'm watching and drink at my own pace. But Jeanette and Stone, they just want to get sloppy and contribute to the beer snake. Have I hit that, Jeanette? No, you have not. It's a community event that Ugh. makes everybody in the stadium gather around for the good and entertainment of everybody else. <laughs> for the good of society. Got exactly. it. Exactly. It's a way to clean the stadium, oh, too. Okay. Dr. James Ross joining us here. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care. Uh, Dr. Ross, I want to talk about Byron Jones. It's a hit to the Dolphins secondary that he is not ready to go for the start of the season he's been rehabbing an Achilles injury still not ready to go uh for me I just uh, Achilles injury seems so severe just uh, and I think it's more just me hearing about them like people hear the smack the snap of the injury and the amount of pain that goes into Achilles injury you can't walk you can't do anything your ankle or your foot's just sort of flopping there like the type of rehab for an injury like that uh when there's a tear of the Achilles how long does that typically take yeah, that's a great question, and it's different depending on what type of Achilles tendon injury there is. So the one that you are talking about and alluding to is more of an acute injury where you know someone's playing and they feel like someone just kicked them in the back of the leg and they go down and it's a complete Achilles tendon tear. Um, typically, those are in the athlete surgically treated. Now, a lot of people can be managed without surgery in a cast and do very well. But typically in the athlete, the high-level athlete, to get them back to their full capabilities, surgical repair is done. And and the recovery for that is somewhere around a good six six months or so. And the success from that is is pretty good. Now, the injury that we're specifically talking about um, on Byron is most likely 
one of a chronic related injury to the okay. Achilles tendon. You know, he had the issue off and on last year um, and was able to try to play through it and then got the surgery, I believe, in March. So that unlikely is to be something that was acute and more of maybe something called an insertional Achilles tendon problem, which is degeneration of the tendon where it attaches to your calcaneus, which is your heel bone. Mm-hmm. And that's... Um, that's a little bit different because you're you're trying to heal a tendon that's already got some diseased uh, properties to it back down to its bone rather than something that was torn acutely. So the rehab process on that and the return to play, even when surgically repaired very well, can be a little bit more unpredictable, I think. So it almost sounds like, to, to my simple brain, that... It's preferable if you're going to have an Achilles injury, the acute Achilles tear and the subsequent surgical repair, if you're an athlete, might be a little bit more, obviously it's worst case scenario, but a little bit more desirable than this degenerative situation, uh, this chronic situation where you can get it fixed surgically, but maybe it's a a long recovery period and you just don't know what the ultimate uh, prognosis is going to be. Yeah, I think think they're both difficult, but um, I think more of the acute injury might have a little bit more predictability as far as timing. Not saying that surgical repair of of the insertional Achilles type, the chronic-related one, um, is, is, you know, the worst-case scenario. I just think that it's a little bit more unpredictable as far as timing is concerned. We can't say, okay, you'll be back in six months or you know, you'll be back in seven months, you know, it could, it could go beyond that. And that's why with that injury, we try to treat it as much as possible without surgery, because the vast majority of the times they don't need to be operated on. Right, right. Uh, and uh, one more thing here, Dr. Ross, tomorrow, uh, and Dr. Ross, by the way, works with FAU, travels with Florida Atlantic. We're going to Ohio tomorrow. Florida Atlantic takes on Ohio on Saturday. Uh, perhaps we try our own mini uh, beer snake uh, at the hotel at, uh, at some point tomorrow and just see, uh, see what we can do, and we'll report back, and maybe we'll just give a new experience to Dr. Ross. We'll do it where nobody is, uh, is openly viewing this, but uh, we'll give it a shot tomorrow, okay? <laughs> Sounds great. Let's do it. <laughs> All right. Awesome. Dr. James Ross, Baptist Health Orthopedic Care. Thank you, Dr. Ross. See you tomorrow, okay? See, see you tomorrow, man. All right. That is Dr. James Ross again. Uh, Baptist Health Orthopedic Care. Are you experiencing foot and ankle pain? Need to see an expert in the field? Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has a team of foot and ankle orthopedic surgeons and specialists who are regarded as leaders in their specialty. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho to learn more today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians and leading-edge treatments and technology to provide advanced orthopedic, foot and ankle, joint replacement, spine and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho for more information today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash ortho. We'll go ahead and uh, break. We'll come back, and we still have a ton to get to, including Serena last night. Yeah, she won, but the most badass portion of last night didn't happen during the match. Uh, Also, uh, I I need to talk a little bit about Lee Corso because I'm seeing some defense of ESPN continuing to trot Lee Corso out. But I also need Jeanette's thoughts on this because she hasn't weighed in yet. And to be quite honest, I know I don't feel 
all that comfortable watching Lee Corso on College Game Day any longer. She's Jeanette Javier. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. Lately, I've been, I've been losing sleep. Dreaming about the things that we could be. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. This is One Republic. I love it. Let me give you the ultra-stiff selling point for One Republic. The American rock pop band, famous for their hit songs, Apologize, Counting Stars, and Hall of Fame, One Republic. I'm actually a huge One Republic fan. Well, good thing, Jeanette, because Saturday, they're going to be at, I think, Financial Amphitheater, 7 p.m. The doors open at 6 p.m., rain or shine. Jeanette can go to LiveNation.com to get tickets to go see One Republic at I Think Financial Amphitheater. If you don't like your bank, come experience why their members love I Think Financial. For more information, visit IThinkFI.org. I Think Financial, moving you forward. Jeanette can go see the American rock pop band, One Republic. I am a huge fan of their first two albums. Have you ever seen them live? No. Uh, And every time I've attempted, something always comes up. I would love to attend the concert, but instead... I'm going to be a degenerate at the University of Miami game Saturday. I'd look oh, you're going to see the Canes. Yes, I'm going to see the Canes. Hard Rock Stadium, the Canes. Getting going. Mm-hmm. Stone's excited. Are you taking Stone? No, I'm not taking Stone. I'll be working. He is. Oh, you're going to I'm be gonna there I'm going to visit Stone. Okay. I'm going to say what's up. Most definitely. Are you going to promise her Dippin' Dots and then not get her Dippin' <laughs> Dots like you did me when I brought my little children to the <laughs> Dolphins game? I promise no. you I get you some Dippin' Dots. Here's the difference between what you did not do for your daughters and what I would do. If somebody promised me Dippin' Dots, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get some Dippin' Go Dots. Go confront them. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's a good I'm call. I'm gonna get some Dippin' Dots. That's a good call because I was expecting I, a text maybe from I Ken. I bought them Dippin' Dots eventually. I contributed to Mm-mm. capitalistic society. No, 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 no. And that's a you problem because hey, Jeanette, I'm gonna get you some Dippin' Dots. Guess what? I better see in my hand or in my mouth in the next hour and a half. <laughs> some dots that have been dipped. Some ice cream. Yeah. Uh, but but here's, for anybody who doesn't know, Stone uh, uh, moonlights as an attendant at Hard Rock Stadium. <laughs> so he uh, he wears a suit and a tie. So, and, he can wear a suit and tie. Yeah, he wears yeah, a suit and tie. Every time. You see a suit and tie Every time. Yeah, I cannot yeah. wait. I keep the walkie-talkie on my hip. That's right. 10-4. 10-4 over I'm, and out. Mm-hmm. Okay, we got I'm, popcorn in the aisle, 10-4. <laughs> well, I'm going to be drunk probably by the time I see Stone because tailgating. Um, yeah. I will absolutely get a picture of Stone looking all dapper. Please do. How sweaty do you get? It's tough. It's yeah, tough. Man. So I, you know, I, I tend to never hold back my embarrassing stories. But I bought an undershirt that has uh, armpit pads for like seventy bucks. Oh, that's I bought, a good idea. I bought, I bought a three pack. A three pack armpit pad. It ain't undershirt. No, it ain't no joke no, in Hard Rock Stadium. Sit on the north side. The sun just beams on me. Jeanette, why is this bothering you? I'm not you? coming through my suit like that. You, you don't want to. You don't want a sea of pit coming you, down. You can't have that. No. A cascade I'm gonna be of absolutely disgusting here. Um, have you heard of Certain Dry? There's a deodorant that you put on at night that helps that, calm armpit sweat. It's not that they don't have sweaty armpits. It's use. 98 degrees in the <laughs> dead heat yeah. and humidity uh, of Hard Rock it's Stadium. It's not a sweating problem. No. It's a holy hell, I'm wearing a suit and it's 157 degrees. You, you thought I was doing my embarrassing armpit sweat problem? No, yeah, that's yeah, yeah, not yeah. at all what's going on. By the way, outfit check. I'm going to be wearing white pants to the game on Saturday. Oh, that's not a good idea. I mean, I, there's plenty of them at Hard Rock Stadium. Plenty of women. Uh-huh. That wear white pants. What? You're fine. 
Well done, man. You know, see, plenty of women, plenty of gals. And we would have accepted white gals. Pants. Exactly. Well done. See, Stone's learning so from two seconds weird, ago. Because I told my friend that I was going to wear white pants, and he was like, oh, that's a terrible decision. Well, what if, mm. if you sit on a lawn chair and you get mud on your ass? What are you going to do? Or dirt all over your backside? Why? First of all, I have sweet tickets. Second of all, no. But but when you're tailgating, what I'm talking, I'm not saying when you're tailgating, what are you going to be sitting on in the parking lot? What if, what if, what if you get dirt on your backside? That's not good. You're wearing white pants. People, oh, look, especially in the suite. People are going to be like, look at that savage. What is she doing up here? She's got muddle, uh, uh, it's dirt on her butt. <laughs> I'm not sitting mud in mud. Butt. <laughs> look at that mud butt. <laughs> Did you know? I see you as somebody uh, who owns that though. You, I can see you rocking a mud butt around Hard Rock Stadium <laughs> on no problem. Do I say thank you? Yeah, you do. Uh, I don't know how to uh, respond to you this. You do. You'll be 14 white claws deep in rocking mud butt. It's or, a total normal occasion <laughs> at Hard Rock Stadium. You feel me? Mud butt and 14 claws. You know what? You know what is great? I do strategize what I drink and eat on my outfit. Like obviously, I am wearing white pants. I'm not going to eat mozzarella sticks with. Mm-hmm. Uh, sauce. But what if you do? You never know when a mod stick is coming your way. You, know you never what? know Sometimes when a mod stick makes an appearance. It's called the fit check. You know, if uh, I am subjected to eating only things that could match my pants in, ca- in case they fall on it, well, then I'm only drinking vodka and tequila. I have to. Right, is wearing white pants to a tailgate a good idea? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Now, the issue is whenever I wear white, no matter what, what walk of life, or what scenario I'm in, I'm spilling on myself, right? It's just, I think I get in my own head, and then I have some marinara <laughs> sauce, and uh, I my, the, my brain's like, spill it, spill it, and then, and then it's all over me. It's our fruit punch, fruit punch especially, right? Yeah, I'm Who with you. Who drinks fruit punch <laughs> at a tailgate? I was just going to say that. Like, I, I understand what you're saying. Fine, cranberry juice. Better. Okay. You can mix that with vodka. Yeah, but like high school days, fruit punch, that was always on the front of my shirt. For little sure. dribble. Um, but, but I just feel like... Especially Kane's tailgates, those are grimy, dude. Oh, yeah, they You're are. inevitably getting something on those white pants. Mm. I don't think it's a good idea. I would never wear white pants, ever. I'm not worried about the sweet. I'm worried about you and the tailgate, what's going to get on the, the those pants. The worst thing, water falls on my pants, and it's a show for everybody. I don't so think great. that's the worst thing that would fall on your pants, though. I'm only drinking clear things. White Claws, vodka, there's tequila. Yeah, aren't you going to be eating a glizzy or something? There's dogs being passed around at that tailgate. No, yeah. no, 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 uh, no. Uh, a tubed meat of some sort? If it could stain my pants, I'm not going to eat it. If it can stain your pants, you're not going to eat it. Well, that really limits things. What do you do? Water and vodka. Is that what you're doing? Yeah. And vegetables? You got it. Finally. Oh, that sucks. Dude, that's not a good I do not recipe. want to be it's at that tailgate. It's called a liquid diet. I'm on a very <laughs> Vegetables and vodka? That doesn't seem like a We're good tailgate. We're not no, no, coming. No, 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 no. I said yeah. just vodka, no vegetables. I'm on a very strict diet. You're going to be a mess. You might not even make it into the stadium. If you're tailgating, what time are you ta- The game's at noon? 3.30. Thing oh, 3.30. 3. Oh, boy. So we're going to probably start tailgating around noon. Bro, I'm telling you, you cannot, you cannot not Set a base. Eat something while you're drinking. You can't just have three hours of, of of vodka and then walk into Hard Rock Stadium. You are going to be. You're not even going to make it. Yes, you're, I am. Stone's going to have to call security. Uh, we need uh, this passed out woman medical attention here. There, I would want nothing more but to call ADA and then bring you a wheelchair <laughs> and then have to get you out what of there. If, a, a wheelchair. What is story? Yeah, I would. What a story. If on, if on next Wednesday we're sitting here and we're detailing how Stone <laughs> in his other job had to get a wheelchair for Jeanette because she refused to eat anything other than vodka at her Cane's tailgate on Saturday because she was wearing white pants. That sounds logical. It does. Sounds like a new Saturday. I'm just worried about you. I don't want you to get ill. Ken, I don't want you to be ill. You know 
the absolute degenerate I was during I grad school that. and undergrad. And undergrad, no, I was but you're older now and things change. And <laughs> I'm doing it smart. You know, I have a very strict diet, so I'm just going to be on vodka. Uh, I do want to, before we, before we, now my wife texts in, I wear white pants and shorts to Canes and Finns game all the time. And, and I, and Thank I, you, Vini! And I see Thank it all, you. like I said earlier, I see it all the time. It's totally normal. Thank you. I just know for me, I'm going to sit on something and I'm going to look like I got mud butt. Well, and you, people are going to make fun of me. Look at that dude. He pooped his pants. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Who cares? Poopy pants. Poopy pants. Well, that sounds like a personal issue that you need to take care of. I've been a hot mess and I've learned from my mistakes. And my mistakes have taught me. Right. Vodka. That's it. Fine. I'm, I'm glad when I just get completely ganged up on the mm-hmm. all of the, 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 the women or the gals that I work with at ESPN West Palm. And then my gal at home. What's up, girl? I mean, just just completely turning against me. Well, you've Fine. had terrible alcohol takes from the get-go today. Between your beer snake <laughs> the beer and... snake and now no white pants at a tailgate. Fine, whatever. Leave me alone. Let um, me be a degenerate if I want. Let's play Jeanette Judges. Okay? It's a new segment I just made up. I uh, do this all the time anyway. Yeah, that's true. Without a segment. That's true. Jeanette is always judging. Uh-huh. Um, is it possible to find the law and order? Uh, just the, the, the sound effect? The... Or, this makes my <laughs> whole life Maybe so we should just use that. <laughs> that was a terrible Law and Order sound effect. <laughs> no. We, 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 actually, we, we, I don't that. want the sound effect, Ken. That'll uh, be I got it. Never effect. mind. Forget it. Forget it. And then we'll clip it later because it actually kind of hurts my throat when I do it. All right. So, <laughs> so the first thing I want to do, last night, Mary Jo Fernandez was handling the on-court post-match interview duties, okay? We saw that. Uh, for ESPN. And she interviewed Serena. Now, this was badass from Serena, but Jeanette, what I want your judgment on, mm-hmm. is this a good question or a Bush League question <laughs> from Mary Jo Fernandez? It is time now for Jeanette Judges. Here's Mary Jo Fernandez last night with Serena Williams on ESPN. Surprising yourself with your level at the moment? What? Are you surprising yourself with your level? <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> Just Serena, you know, so. <laughs> so we'll listen to that one more time. But Mary Jo Fernandez is asking Serena, are you surprised at the level you're playing at right now? And Serena's immediate reaction is, what? It makes her repeat the question because she can't believe, like, this is Serena Williams. So she repeats the question, and then Serena, like, chuckles. Like, are you kidding me? I'm Serena Williams. Of course I'm not surprised at the level that I'm playing. Let's hear it one more time on ESPN. Mary Jo Fernandez with Serena. Surprising yourself with your level at the moment? What? Are you surprising yourself with your level? <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> I mean, I'm just Serena, you know, so. <laughs> like, the I'm just Serena is, is the, do you know who I am? Like, that's the equivalent of, of that. So, Jeanette, I ask you, Mary Jo Fernandez, good question? Or Bush League question? Bush League question at its finest. Oh, boy. That is one of the dumbest questions <laughs> you can ask to a GOAT. Hey, Michael Jordan, how do you spell your name? Hey, Tom Brady, what it's like to win your seventh Super Bowl? Like, stop. Stupid questions. I love I love that she answered. Are you surprised at the level you're playing at? Like, no. I'm Serena Williams, man. Done. I do think... I would stand up for Mary Jo Fernandez a little bit here because Good. it's Serena lost in the first round 
of both of her matches or both of her tournaments since announcing that the U.S. Open was going to be it. Didn't look good. Just complete flameouts. So I think you probably word the question, based on how you performed leading into the U.S. Open, are you surprised at how far you've come in such a short amount of time? That is probably how you word it as opposed to, are you surprised at the level you're playing at? That's what I'm saying. Like, there's a much more professional way to speak to a goat like that than just, are you surprised that you're good at your sport? No. <laughs> I, guess, I guess at, at its core, that is that is the way that they ask the question. Yeah. I guess at its core, that's the way that the well, question Serena was asked. Well, Williams, you're really tennising out there today. Are you surprised there's, you're good? I mean, there's easier ways to ask it. You can give more respect to us in the question, but the question is totally warranted. After seeing what? what she's done on the court in the past six, seven, eight months, it's been just completely the lowest level. I mean, she's been ever bad, seen. right? She's been awful. Like some of the worst tennis that we've seen that we didn't even know she had in her. So when you ask about her level, I think it's warranted, and I think maybe it was a layup. It was an alley-oop for Serena to dunk it. I thought it went well. I think that question, you could ask say, her if she was surprised at her level. Well, yeah, I, I would have rewarded it, but I am pleased she asked it. Right. Because it led to an awesome moment. Like, mm-hmm. Serena with the dismissive, <laughs> of course I'm not surprised. Wait, what? Like yeah, how, no. I, I saw some people that were like, oh, that's an unbecoming, unprofessional way for Serena to conduct herself. Well, it's not. I want her last time out. Serena to be as cocky as possible. Uh, for sure, number she one. She has nothing to prove. Lomit, she deserves it. I was going to go Spanish on you. She deserves it. And what else did you expect? Like, yes, she's owned this game. She's owned this sport for so long. Yeah. And now that she's at the end of the rope, you're going to try her like that? Stupid. Uh, I, I loved it. I absolutely loved it. Uh, Josh Cohen uh, joins us. You'll hear him home team uh, today at four here on ESPN 106.3. Uh, Josh, what did you what did you make of Serena's uh, interaction with Mary Jo Fernandez last night? First of all, it's an awesome question. I have no idea whatsoever Jeanette is talking about. It's got nothing to do with are you great at tennis? It's are you surprised by your level right now? And if you watched any of her matches over the last two months, like Stone and I have, you'd know that everyone should be surprised where her level is right now because she lost five of six matches before the Open began. And now she's won two in a row. But if you're not shocked by last night, and if she wasn't going, she's not Kevin Durant saying, you know who I am, I'm Kevin Durant. She gave that a little smirk and said, I'm Serena. Nothing surprises me. But we all know the reality is, Nobody's more surprised at how well she's playing right now than she is. Sure, but I Sorry think, but I think with Serena, when you're a goat like that, I think the question is more: you didn't play well in the lead into the U.S. Open. Are you surprised how far you've come in a short amount of time? That probably doesn't elicit that type of chuckle, dismissive response from Serena. The chuckle, dismissive is cute, and it's I love it. and it's a memorable moment. But I'm going to defend that question because I can't think of a better question to ask. You're not softening it. You're not using too many words. It's real simple. Are you surprised by the level you're playing at? And the answer is one of three things. No, I'm not. I expected to be here, which is a lie. Uh, absolutely, I am, which is the truth. Or giggle, giggle, ha, it's cute. Everybody has a nice moment. And I'm Serena. Like, nothing should surprise you. It's impossible till I do it. That's all. It's a great question. It's a great question. Josh has made his judgment. 
but the name of the segment is Jeanette Judges. <laughs> uh, no, Josh, and by the way, is, does she have a chance to win this thing? Or like, when is she finally going to, when is, when is age going to finally and talent catch up to her here? I mean, it's not even about, I mean, Stone will tell you, she's moving better than she has all year. She looks as good as she did in almost 2017, right before For sure. she left to have Olympia. I mean, it's incredible. But if you look further down the draw, let's not get ahead of ourselves, because in Tomjanovich on Friday night, um, that's a tough opponent. And Stone will probably tell you that's not a matchup that favors Serena right now. But later on in the draw, a semifinal would be potentially with Coco Golf. And Coco right now is at a point that it would be one of those Shakespearean oh, tragedy melodramas. She's yeah. surging Coco right now, too. Up, right? Coco loving Serena's outfits, being interested in tennis because of that. Dad saying, let's teach you how to play. Being local here at Delray Beach. And then she could be the end of Serena's career if it got to that, uh, to that semifinal. But, I mean, her chances to win it? Stone will tell you it's pretty wide open. Are there better players? Yes. Are there players playing better? Yes. But, man, it's still Serena. Stranger things have happened. With Tiger in her box last night, how could you not thinking about the Masters in 2019 and, like, Tiger out mm. of nowhere and, like, oh, my God, mm. I guess anything is possible. Yeah. So, as a result, stranger things have happened. Josh, we'll listen to you at four. Josh Cohen on the home team with uh, Dean and Tina. Appreciate you, brother. Appreciate you guys. All right, that is Josh Cohen. But the judgment stands. Bush League <laughs> for Jeanette in Jeanette Judges here on Ken Levick Alive. All right, so next up, what I need, I need to catch Jeanette up on this because I don't think that you heard this proclamation or this report of what Baker Mayfield said about his week one matchup with the Browns after the preseason game uh, last weekend. Cynthia Freeland is with uh, the Around the NFL podcast. She works for NFL Network. She handles uh, statistics for them, advanced statistics, advanced metrics. She was on the Around the NFL podcast earlier this week where she made the revelation that Baker Mayfield said something that's going to be all over the Cleveland Browns locker room in advance of their week one matchup. Here's Cynthia Freeland. Uh, you ran into Baker Mayfield, the former yeah. Browns quarterback, uh-huh. yeah. um, recently, and I <laughs> yeah. was hoping you could share an exchange that you had. It was after the field, or on the field, after the game against the Bills, this preseason game three, and I walked up to him like, I'm so excited to see you. Like, go, you know, I was like, kick some butt. I didn't say that word, but you know, <laughs> kick some butt, kid. Yeah. No, <laughs> I go kick some butt, especially week one. I like cannot wait. And he uses some expletives and I was like, I just hope you're like, he's like, I'm going to bleep them up. Like, I'm going to bleep them up. The Cleveland Browns, the week yeah, one opponent. That's our week one Carolina opponent. Panthers. Depending on who's listening to this and it's not four people, like that could be a headline, uh, across the nation tomorrow because he's not said that publicly the same way. I'm going to f*** them up. Is that what his quote was? I don't curse. Was that what the quote was? <laughs> I don't say curse words on air. I don't want to get oh, Was that the quote? <laughs> yes. You can confirm it. No, uh, yes. I mean, he, I, I don't All like right. the... I swear. Don't... don't <laughs> Q. So that is Cynthia Freeland recounting Baker Mayfield telling her, hey, I'm going to bleep up the Browns. Uh, a week before they they match up for the first time, okay? So this obviously made all of the blogs and went all over the place, went viral, and that led to Baker Mayfield yesterday being asked about it at Carolina Panthers practice. Here's Baker Mayfield's side of the story. How closely does that resemble how you feel about Cleveland next week? Well, first, I didn't say it. 
obviously, I mean, everybody's going to write whatever story they want. There's history that I've played through the last four years. Uh, I'm an extremely competitive person. Uh, everybody knows that. If I wasn't wanting to win, then there would be a, a really big issue uh, of me being quarterback here. So um, I want to win everything I do. That's, that'll never change. Now, uh, that is not how I phrased it. That's not even what I said. So that's, I'll just leave it at that. How did you phrase it if you don't want I, I didn't even say anything. So Did you I, not talk yeah. to her at all? Or? No, I talked to her. I mean, I think she addressed it. She said it. Um, obviously, you guys can go back and look at what she said. Uh, but all I did was great. And I hope we win. It's, it's pretty plain and simple. Competitive, I want to win. Um, and I don't, I don't think that should be uh, harped on. So Baker Mayfield, he says, I didn't phrase it like that. In fact, I didn't even say it. But also, you guys know how competitive I am. Well... Uh, did you talk to her? Yeah. Uh, what they say? Well, I'm just competitive. I'm just competitive. No, no, no. no. But, go back and listen to what she said. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. Go back and listen <laughs> to what she said. Well, she said what you're saying. You didn't, you didn't say. say. <laughs> right. So, Jeanette, in Jeanette judges, did Baker Mayfield say, "I'm gonna bleep up the Browns"? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, you can't say, you can't be Baker Mayfield and say, I didn't phrase it like he's, that. He's completely gaslighting yes! everything. You know, I think he was verbally winking at us with the, uh, you know how competitive of a person I am. Right. It was like, you, wink. It's like, you're like, talking to one of the most cocky bleepity bleepers. Yes, yes. One of the most, right. most emotional ones, too. Likes to put his middle name and apologies and right. whatnot. <laughs> That's right. So, what was it, Reagan? His yeah. Middle name is Reagan yeah. the most yeah. obvious middle name that a guy named Baker Mayfield could possibly have, Reagan? So, yes. So, you got listen, I have uh, a lot of experience with cocky and emotional men. <laughs> they are they love to gaslight, uh-huh. which means they're liars. That is perfect. He is gaslighting. Good call. When he says... That's I didn't really good. I have, unfortunately, a That's lot. That's really of good because he's gaslighting. He is. He's I didn't say it, but I'm also really competitive. <laughs> that qualifier right away. You know, I'm a competitive person. Super competitive. Super competitive. And then Stone's right, where he says it again. I didn't phrase it like that. I didn't even say it. Well, uh, what did what did she say? Well, go back and listen to what she said. I'm a competitive person, bro. You're just giving it up right there. You absolutely said it. That to me is kind of weak. Right? It's very weak. For sure. Also, look at him. Baker Mayfield's known for being weak on the field and weak off. I mean, I just... I if you're going to be that cocky, if you're going to be that guy, that cocky, you're grabbing your crotch towards the Kansas sideline when you're in college, you're planting flags in the center of the horseshoe when you beat Ohio State, you're going to be that guy, woke up feeling dangerous. And then when this comes out, and I got on him for saying that, saying you're making your life difficult by saying those things leading into your matchup with the Browns, but if you're going to say it, then just own it, bro. Be be the guy. Be the man. Be what you try to 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 portray to the world. This that's weak, man. I mean, we beg for people to just admit when they're wrong because we'll respect it more. Like we'll appreciate if he just came out and say it. But this is similar to like when Deshaun Watson had his press conference last week. It's like he wanted it to be over. He was like, all right, let's just get this out of the way. Like, I stand on my innocence. Like, next, next. And I think Baker was prepared. He knew these questions was gonna be the first one he was asked, and he's like, and he was just spewing, like doing it on the fly, like basically, like let me get this out of the way. Next tomorrow, you guys won't ask me about it. Like I just, if if, like at, at in my house, okay, if I like told my mother-in-law, hey, I don't know if uh, I like Vivi's dress. I don't, I don't know. It looks a little weird on her. I don't know. I, I don't like the design. I don't like the pattern. I don't like that. Uh, I think she should uh, get rid of it. Terrible fashion faux pas. <laughs> and and then uh, her mom. 
I tells Vivi, or Vivi was like around a corner and overheard the conversation, and then she comes to me later, and she's like, why were you talking trash about my dress? I, 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 what are you talking about? I didn't do that. What are you talking about? Like, why did why did you why did you disrespect this dress? You said it was fine before, and now you're disrespecting this dress. And I'm like, I didn't I didn't say that. And Hold she on, goes, I heard I you. Then what did you say? Yeah, yeah, exactly. You forgot something. You should have said. Like, oh, go, the go lighting I, was bad. <laughs> exactly. Go ask my mom what I said. Go yeah, ask yeah. My mom. And then go, and then she says, Yeah, he said he hated the dress and it was terrible. <laughs> I, I, like that's the exact same thing that Baker Mayfield just did. A hundred percent. In the weirdest possible analogy I could have come up with. I love Jeanette Judges <laughs> here on Ken LeVica <laughs> Live on ESPN 106.3. Uh, and then there was there's there's one more thing that I I would like uh, Jeanette to hear. So I want her to hear Lee Corso from last week, College Game Day on ESPN. Okay? Uh, Lee Corso is tricky to listen to now. And I feel badly for him because he's 87 years old. He hasn't been the same since the the stroke uh, that he had several years ago. And I I feel like ESPN's trotting him out there because I think you can agree without Lee Corso that the whole that whole show changes. They could take away Reese Davis. They could take away Kirk Herbstreit. They could take away Desmond Howard. But if Lee Corso leaves the show, that's the one that changes the entire soul of that show. So they keep bringing him back. Here's Lee Corso with just a tidbit of analysis from Saturday's college game day. Georgia versus Alabama, SEC title game. Then the winner goes on and plays for the national title. Ah, that's what I predict. I predict the SEC winner will not win the national title this year. The SEC winner will not win the SEC title this year. Details later. <laughs> so that is, that to me is, it's uncomfortable because he's he's clearly, he's having tough time getting words out, having a tough time completing sentences. And I promise, 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 I'm not making fun, but Jeanette, like that's not comfortable to listen to, right? No, and uh, I, I take it more on a personal note because my we had to ask my grandmother to retire from the workforce because she was having the same symptoms right it's a tough conversation uh-huh it's not fair because it, you get both sides really corso is in denial probably of his job and what he's doing but i feel like there definitely needs to be a serious intervention of some sort yeah there at some point someone's got to say like this isn't for him any longer and it's not disrespectful no one's saying this because they're making fun of Lee well some I'm sure are but hey, you are a piece of trash if you're yes. making fun of Lee Corso yes. for that but Jimmy Traina of Sports Illustrated wrote the following today I know there's probably nothing more fruitless than asking people on social media to be nice but still can we all give Lee Corso a break the lovable Corso, who's been with ESPN's College Game Day since 1987, turned 87 years old August 7th. Obviously, Corso isn't going to be as sharp at this stage of his career as he used to be. That's just common sense. But people don't need to point out that every single Saturday when he's on TV or call for the man to be removed from the show, that he helped build into one of the most popular sports studio shows of all time. No, I think that's humanitarian to say, I don't know if Lee Corso should be doing this yes, but, anymore. But there's a, a way to handle the, that in your opinions, especially since it's such a topical subject. Sure. Especially like a stroke. That's an unfortunate after effect of having a serious stroke. Right. So if you make fun of Lee Corso or make anything in that realm, you're a piece of trash. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Now, Reese Davis was on Levitard on Monday and he said the following, quote, I would encourage the people who were perhaps 
uh, using uh, unkind or cruel language to reserve a little judgment for Corso. He's doing great. I speak to him regularly, and this weekend in Columbus, you'll see a much more comfortable environment. You'll see him able to deliver as he does, which is remarkable. His mind is still razor sharp at the age of 87. I should be so fortunate if I'm blessed to make it far in my life. So it seems like ESPN has no intentions of this being it for right. the Corso. But I don't, like, when you hear that, okay, and his mind might be sharp, I feel badly for the man, almost as if it's it, honestly watching Lee Corso is like watching Herschel Walker try to run a Senate campaign. <laughs> okay, right now. okay. Like you just can't. You're they on don't the, know what they're saying. You're on, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm just saying. Like you just compared Herschel Walker and, and political, <laughs> but, but but in the sense of you don't know what they're Lee saying, Corso. it's awesome. Well, they don't know what they're saying. They one is no. out of stupidity, the other one is because can't, of nah. can't. so it's Thursday. Mental. Can we wait and hope that Lee Corso kicks some ass on that college? Yes, absolutely. It could have been an off day. Okay. Something could have happened personally outside of the stroke. Just for me, like, I don't like seeing him out there and vulnerable like that where he's he's struggling like that. That's my thing. So the judgment here, Jeanette, should Lee Corso still be on college game day or not? It sounds like you're willing to give it a couple more goes here. Two more weeks. Two more weeks. Hold on. You forgot to... There. Two more weeks. And that concludes the first edition. I think we're keeping this, by the way, of Jeanette Judges here on Ken Levick Alive. That's Jeanette Javier. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken Levick Alive on ESPN 106.3. All right, Stone, let's get to a bright line, fine line. We've got the backyard brawl tonight. Pitt. West Virginia, what's the line? Where are we looking here? So it's a small line. Pitt's favored by just a tad, but I'm not going to go who's going to win, who's going to lose. I'm going to go under the total. So we're talking about backyard brawl. We got two quarterbacks, two former USC quarterbacks, and JT Daniels and Kevin Slovis. Two new teams for these guys. So I see it being low scoring, right? There's a lot to figure out early. So my bright line, fine line, it's under 54.5 points scored between both teams. All right. Uh, take the under, says Stone. The bright line, fine line. Uh, it, there, there, is, there is nothing when it comes to bright line where you should take the under. It is nothing but excellence. It is nothing but uh, absolute elegance. It is taking the over with bright line. Go brightline.com, the free bright line app. I love the premium seating. I love getting into the station and West Palm, going to the premium lounge, asking for that Pinot Noir, maybe a snack, doing the same thing on the train, going to these stations in Fort Lauderdale or Miami, going to a Heat game, take Brightline, going to a Marlins game, Brightline, Inter-Miami, Brightline, Museums, Brightline. The only way you should be going through South Florida is on Brightline. Avoid the traffic, avoid the stress, kick your feet up and enjoy. That's Brightline. Go Brightline.com and the free Brightline app. Quickly, Ernesto in Boynton. What's up, Ernesto? What's up, guys? And uh, just to end the discussion, to address people, I would say, like I say it right now, hello, my queen. That's how you address the females. Absolutely. Hello, king. That's how you address the guys. That's it. That's how you do it, guys. That's how you address people. Kings and queens as we are. And uh, let's say, happy birthday, Stone. Yes, sir. Appreciate that. I didn't call yesterday, man, because it was all your day. I didn't want to interrupt. I like the fact that you're the guy that I thought – to be honest, I wish I had you for my quarterback in Division Three because I think we would have won the state championship. I'm being honest because you had that who's playing. I'm not going to blame the guy. I'm not going to. I'm not even giving his. his now go ahead and blame he him. No props. He lost the first. No, no, I'm not. I'm not going to give him. I wish I had you as a quarterback uh, when I was playing. That's what I got to say. I appreciate Stone that. Stone, man. I like. I love that dude. 
Appreciate you, Ernesto. Appreciate that. Uh, real quick, and, and he didn't see you, obviously, throw the three interceptions in the cherry flag football <laughs> No, he game. didn't. No. Uh, Baptist Health Orthopedic Care is a team of skilled orthopedic sports medicine surgeons and specialists that specialize in surgical and non-surgical treatments to get you back to what you love. Don't put off seeing a doctor. Visit baptisthealthnet slash ortho today for more information. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians and leading-edge treatments and technology to provide advanced orthopedic, foot and ankle, joint replacement, spine and sports medicine care visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho for more information today baptist health orthopedic care has offices conveniently located in palm beach county through the florida keys learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash ortho all right so i am not in tomorrow uh because i'll be traveling with florida atlantic uh it'll be uh, theo and jeanette taking the keys to the show tomorrow here i believe oh all right i'm getting a look from jeanette like no i don't know I guess we'll have to check with the higher-ups. Jeanette, you are on. Let's get it. Oh, okay. All right. Theo and Jeanette tomorrow, tomorrow. taking the, the keys of the show. Um, but before I go, I need to ask this question. After our discussion, Stone, what are the odds that you are requesting a wheelchair for Jeanette at Saturday's Canes game at some point? You know I think I think the line's a pick em. <laughs> it, it, it's sitting at minus 110 or like, plus 100 like on the line. how you're going to have to pick her up off the screen. <laughs> exactly like that. I'm going to get a picture that. of me, my pristine white pants <laughs> with stone suit. I'm going to put it on Twitter. You All know. right. All only, right. only if you're mud butt. <laughs> Jeanette, I am not going to get a mud butt. It's going to be my one goal. Jeanette is going to be mud butt free on Saturday. <laughs> white pants, vodka, stone in his suit, sweat with his padded armpits, and I'm going to be on a flight to Ohio. Guess that's sexy. Jeanette, that's Stone. I'm Ken. Bye-bye.